I'm Kim Singletary. And I'm Rich Collins. And you're listening to Biz Talks, a weekly conversation with local business leaders about topics affecting New Orleans and Southeast Louisiana. Okay, here we go. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Biz Talks. I'm Kim Singletary, the editor of Biz New Orleans Magazine. And this week is super fun because we're going to talk about pickleball. Um, it's come to New Orleans officially. We have had two tournaments. We had a National Pickleball Day on August 8th, and that is the day that my guest opened her uh, new exciting venue, the Exchange, Exchange Pickleball and Bar. Um, I wanted to welcome the owner, and her name is Renee Melchiotti. Welcome, Renee. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Kim. We are excited to be um, on your show. This is super exciting. So um, I have never played, but pickleball is not new, right? It, it, it came up. I'm looking at it. Let's see. It came up in 1965. Yes, it's. I've heard 65, 68, but it was a bunch of dads in their backyard not knowing what to do with their kids. It was the era before cell phones and iPods and <laughs> iPads and videos, and they actually had just had to get creative. So they were in their backyard. They had some ping pong paddles, wiffle balls, and a badminton net and decided to put together a game that kind of was a mixture of all those things. And they are the creative geniuses behind it. Wow. Well, so and then I guess it got, it's got really popular in retirement communities. So it wasn't exactly like the super cool thing to do. <laughs> maybe not the super cool thing to do, or maybe those people knew something that we didn't know. Uh, but um, it started there because, you know, it, it's a quarter the size of a tennis court. So it's much easier to handle as you get older and less reach. And it, you know, deals with a lot of things that um, people could do if who weren't playing tennis before. Many people played ping pong, badminton, and and uh, it's just a slower version of, it can be a slower version of those games. So I think our, our senior citizens knew what they were doing and um, I've said this before to other people, but it's sort of a nostalgic uh, feel for them too to go back and play yard games uh, like they did in their youth. So that was probably part of the inspiration too. And then, like you said, like it's also more family friendly because you have this smaller court. Yeah, the smaller court is that people say every generation can play it. That's why it's a uh, it's really exciting for grandparents to play with their grandchildren uh, because the reach is so much easier for everyone to do. And uh, if they're short, quick games, they're fun. You don't have to take yourself too seriously, uh, but of course you can. I mean, it's gotten to be a very competitive sport. It's gotten to be a college sport, a college club game. And they're talking about it being in the Olympics one day. So there, are, you can make it as challenging as you want, but a uh, part of it, of the joy of it is that everybody can play and it is, um, so. Yeah, so, okay. So you are a mom to three grown children. Yes, they are grown and flown and running around the country doing their own thing. Um, but we are a big tennis family and we used to play tennis on vacations and that didn't always go over so well since we had differing levels of skill because Tennis is one of those sports that you really need to start as a child or 
put a lot of time and effort into it to even be able to play with a beginner. Pickleball, on the other hand, you know, you can just have athletic skills or a little experience with baseball or even throwing a ball. And somehow or another, you are able to get on the court and have a rally within a very short amount of time. Is unlike tennis, where you could be chasing balls a lot more than you could be hitting balls. Oh, yeah. I've done a so lot of that. My family's very competitive, and uh, we jumped on a court on a vacation. We were, they were there with their boyfriends and girlfriends and uh, grandparents and friends, and we all got on the court and everyone got along. Didn't seem to be that pressure that we had in tennis. And it was surprising who was better at it than others. It wasn't necessarily the best tennis player on the court that was the best player. And that was fun. So when did this, was this during the pandemic that you guys all did this? Because that's that's when everything just kind of blew up for pickleball. Right. So we were on vacation in December of 2020. Uh, we were at the beach in Florida. There was nothing really to do inside. So we were on an outdoor court playing pickleball and I literally walked off the court and said, this would be so fun in New Orleans. And if we put a bar next to it, I'm sure it would be a constant source of fun. And I was just joking. And it was a, a, a true light bulb moment. And then we all just spent the rest of the vacation trying to find another court and building on this idea and when we got home to New Orleans, uh, I sort of discussed it with a few people. There were some coincidental things that happened. It was on the news suddenly. I ran into a friend who had a relative in town from Washington, DC. And she said, oh, my brother's here. He brought his paddle. Is there anywhere to play pickleball in New Orleans? And it was again, like sort of chilling that I was like, well, wait a minute, we're thinking about opening a pickleball in New Orleans. It was not quite as big as we were thinking, as it ended up being. And several of these conversations occurred with people in New Orleans who also, you know, agreed that it was a great idea and offered to support us and, and back us and help us. They were, you know, some businessmen, some real estate developers and people in town with a lot more business knowledge than I have. Uh, that helped put the whole deal together. So being that this is a business podcast, do you want to give any shout outs to some people that that were involved in this? There are so many people I could <laughs> shout out to. I'm, I don't know if all of them want their names public <laughs> as investors, you know, but they are some really impressive talent that's more, more importantly, it's the talent that is here in New Orleans that wanted to stay and invest in their money in New Orleans when they could have invested anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world at this point. Um, they understood both the market of pickleball, that the local market really needed this entertainment type facility yeah. and also the tourism market needed it. So um, they're just, I'm, I'm grateful for them. So Exchange Pickleball and Bar is located, it's in the Lower Garden District. It's um, for anybody super easy to find because it's behind the Walmart off Chapatulas. It is. It's off of Chapatulas and Jackson. It is on the backside of the Walmart. Uh, it's in an, a former warehouse that was from the 1950s that had really just, there was nothing left. There was nothing really going on and it wasn't producing 
any sales tax. It wasn't really adding to the economy. It was storing some goods uh, and it was for sale. We had looked at a couple of different places. You know, we could have gone out in the suburbs. It would have been a lot cheaper, but then it wouldn't have had the, the feel of New Orleans. It wouldn't have been as close to the convention center. So we weighed all different options. And uh, the, the size of the building was exactly the same size as a pickleball court. Oh, wow. uh, so that was sort of felt like fate. And the neighborhood is definitely developing. It was before they had figured, uh, they had decided to do that whole riverfront community that they're developing. So I like to say we were on the forefront of all that. And it's just smack in the middle of uptown, downtown, the convention center, and right off the Chapatulas Expressway ramp. So we hear from people. It takes them 16 minutes to get there from Metairie. So I would say very centrally um, located. And that was part of how we selected the location. So you've got six indoor and outdoor courts and we have six indoor air conditioned courts, one outdoor court with a, a courtyard. We have a full bar and restaurant. We have multiple bars actually, and a restaurant portion. And that's what makes our venue um, so unique. It's called Eater Entertainment. And it's a lot like a Top Golf or a Loft 18 where you have an experience while you're eating and drinking. And it makes the whole, the venue more productive, hopefully throughout the day. and this, you know, the, the new generation of younger people, they're much more into experiences than things. And they want a way to meet other people without it being too canned. And, and um, so this provides an opportunity for that. So being New Orleans, you have to tell me about the food. The food is wonderful. It is casual. Uh, we have a food and beverage operator who's fantastic. The Messinas, they've been here for probably 80 years doing what they do best. They do uh, the Lakefront Airport. They have one of the best brunches in the city. And um, they were essential to my operation getting off the ground because I have no experience in food and beverage and they're providing that. The other thing that they do a wonderful job of is events. And what I really like about our facility is that it's a great corporate venue. It's a great team building venue and it's great for um, conventions when they come. So we're being uh, sought out by not only out of town conventions, but also, you know, local businesses who have maybe been remote for the last couple of years or have a, a hybrid remote working environment. And it's a way for the office to get together for a couple of hours after work and be in a non-work environment. That's awesome. I know our, our work, we just did like a trivia night or actually it was a day. Um, and that was really fun. And it was just, like you said, I mean, we're completely remote now. And so do we just get together for meetings and stuff? So it was, it was really helpful. And it was nice to see like, you know, you have new people come on that you haven't met yet. And um, just a, a fun way to do something. And Exactly. But we also have the other benefit of, so let me just tell you a little bit more about pickleball since yeah. you haven't played is it's like speed dating with the paddle. So they're about 15 minute games and you, you play with four people and then you go off the court, you split, you change courts, you change people. And it's, um, you constantly meet each people, I'd say every 15 to 20 minutes. Now, of course, you can just rent a court and go with your group. You can go with eight people as our, we like to say our maximum per court because the games go so quickly. 
Um, and that's what makes it so much fun for a team building event. Cause but I, I'm just going, harking back to your example of the trivia uh, night, which is fabulous and fun, but you're really at your table with your group right. for the night. Yeah. And, and same thing with bowling, you know, and, and what I like to compare this to is, you know, when you, if you're a single person, let's say, let's, let's pivot a little bit from the community or from the, the team building. If you're a single person and you want to go do something rather than go sit at a bar or just show up somewhere, we have this thing called open play where you just sign up by yourself, but we have a group of 20 to 30 people and you're just going to rotate in and out of those games by putting your paddle on a, a paddle deck and you're the next up. And so it's a really good way for people to meet people if they don't have a group too. So that's that's another whole aspect of it. I think that has really been part of what's blown it up so much. So people can reserve, like you can get your own paddles and stuff there. You can get your own paddle there. You can sign up on our app and you can go to open play, for example, and look from six to eight. And we have 20 spots. You sign up for your one spot and we try to help facilitate new players into getting into the games. Uh, everybody has a turn. It's kind of like a kindergarten cop out there, making sure that everybody circles in and out. And then you eventually find your group and your people and, and you, or you don't, and you come, I have people who come every single night to a different open play. So what if you wanted to do like a, a date night or something? Another great great example, you and a couple of couples can rent either your own court and circle your group through, or you and a date can go and just show up to the bar and not play and just watch, uh, or you and your date can go together, or you and two or three or four people and all four sign up for open play uh, and, and circle in with that group. So there's just a lot of options. You can stay in within your group, you can branch out and meet new people, um, or come by yourself. And, and, and I think that's the uniqueness of the sport. I was going back to the bowling alley. You wouldn't just walk into a bowling alley and step on somebody's lane, <laughs> right? But you can do that here. You can walk up and say, hey, I've signed up for open play and I'm next up. We actually have a paddle holder that says next up. All right. Um, so just looking ahead because we desperately are wanting to do that in the middle of this heat. Um, you are going to have some outdoor options when the weather cools off. Yeah, we do. We currently have one outdoor court that some people actually dare to play on. We have some great misters from the chill zone. I have to shout out to them. And uh, so it's not quite as hot. Our courtyard is um, open on two sides. So there's a great breeze that goes through. We have uh, those kites over the top. We have the twinkly lights, so you can rent the entire courtyard. You can rent just the outdoor court. And we're really hoping that it becomes a place where you can watch football games because we have televisions everywhere too. So you don't have to play pickleball to enjoy the exchange. And you've got fire pits too. We have uh, fire pits. We hope we get to use one day. It seems like <laughs> a fantasy right now, but we have fire pits and uh, I would love to be able to turn them on. Right now we have fans. And the other thing about our facility, and I can't wait to bring you out there, is we have these giant garage doors over the courts. So even when we're not using fire pits, we're hoping to ultimately be in the fall weather where we open the garage doors, the breeze comes in and out. You can stand outside, 
you know, put your drink on the shelf and watch the people inside or switch in and out from inside to out. So it, it it's not like being in a cave somewhere. There, there's a lot of, um, it feels very uh, outdoors to me anyway. Well, so you had mentioned this a little bit before, but this is obviously building pickleball courts is not your background. Um, so <laughs> tell me kind of how you got into this and what the learning curve was like. And I'm what we're what learning, we... I am learning every single day. I am a lawyer. Um, I was practicing law until two months ago. I did some construction litigation, employer's liability, a lot of appellate work. I like to remind women out there as a woman-owned business that we have a whole life of skills that may not be on a resume, but you know, managing a household, juggling a job. Uh, there are life skills that are very much um, integrated into what I did. And um, I have also, my husband has been a huge uh, proponent of all of this, and I could not be doing it without him. That is for sure. And as I said, the people that I'm working with that invested in, in the operations, I had consultants, I had contractors, architects, uh, city leaders who were helpful. I want to say the shout out to the city planning commission. Everyone gives them a hard time, but they helped push my, my project through. I think the neighbors, I, we did not have one complaint from one neighbor. My neighborhood is now over there in the old St. Thomas housing project. And we have a group chat and a group, um, email and we're helping to move some blight out of the neighborhood it's just been an unbelievable experience from supportive people in the city. Um, I, you know, I read a lot about, and we have visited many of these sites across the country and there is no playbook for how to do this. So a lot of us are learning firsthand as we go. Uh, but, you know, that's what an entrepreneur does. I never saw myself as that, but that's what um, what this has become. And I think it's it's so far been very positive. Well, so, and this is the fastest growing sport in the country right now. Um, it's the fastest growing sport. It's grown 15% year over year. New Orleans ranks 73 of the top 100 cities in per capita number of courts. So we do have a shortage of courts. Um, when we started this, there were almost no courts in the city. Uh, before we were even opened, uh, there are some country clubs that have added courts. City Park has added four beautiful public courts. There are people who are popping up courts everywhere. I mean, there are courts coming and there will be more courts. I'm excited for all that. What I think makes us different, though, is the restaurant and bar component, the socializing and our app, which makes it very convenient for people to know what's going on without being in the know, without being in the club. You know, we just, we want to be open to everybody. And you can get like, if you become a big fan, you can do like a monthly subscription kind of thing. Yes. You can do a monthly membership if you want to come frequently and uh, take advantage of the free open, their free open plays for members there is um, discounted courts, discounted lessons, clinics. Uh, there's We have a clinic called Learn to Play for the first timers to come out and actually learn what the game is about. Then we have these beginner open plays and we try to like work with you as you grow and develop the game till you feel comfortable going there on your own. 
Um, but yeah, there's lots of opportunity and I would encourage everyone just to walk in, get a delicious burger or slider or salad or wrap and just see what it's all about. Because I don't think I could ever explain to you what the feeling is when people walk in there and see this old warehouse that we refurbished, um, which environmentally without knocking something down and starting over from scratch, I, I just think it's a, it's just a wonderful influx to our city that's actually in almost every other city in America. So we're lucky to to finally get this going. We're not last uh, for a change, but I think we're one of the first in the Gulf South. And something like you said, I mean, obviously has food and a bar, but is active too, which is something we definitely need, um, is some active things to do. <laughs> here we all need that. We all need that. I'll tell you um, two, two statistics, you know, obviously we know obesity is a, is a, is a problem in America and pen, and epidemic and as is loneliness um, and COVID really did a number on that as do, does all the technology that we spend our lives on. And so this is a, I, I don't know if it's a cure to it, but it's definitely a salve to uh, lots of things like obesity and loneliness, which are, um, which would are beneficial that, that we have an, an out, another outlet for it. Well, I think it sounds amazing. I am not a gym person. I actually really hate the gyms. So I think this is super. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the discipline. I don't know if it's the gym or the discipline, but this is a lot more relaxed and it yeah. can be as, you know, we have friends that are now playing that have their um, iPhone watch on and they're saying they're burning more calories and taking more steps, playing pickleball than anything else that they do. Well, and I don't think there's anybody that doesn't have a few pounds that came on during COVID. That <laughs> well, even if you're not looking to lose weight, it, uh, you definitely the connectivity. I, I'll just one more shout out for um, single people, divorced people, widowed people, new transplants to New Orleans, tourists. They say they're packing their paddles with them when they come and in between meetings, they're looking for something to do. And this is just a great way to meet people. I have met stuntmen. I have met uh, travelers from around America. I have met uh, people that I would never have met during crossing my path that I cross every day there. And, and it's just been a wonderful experience. Well, that's super exciting. And as a transplant, it this city is great that way. When you When you get to talk to people, you make friends real fast here, so. Um, but that's exciting to have another option to do it and of not sitting at a bar. <laughs> so. Exactly. Awesome. Oh, we also have a, we have a large tournament coming up. I'll tell you, we've become a, um, a major league pickleball sponsored facility. So the major league pickleball, which is Drew Brees has a team called the mad drops. They're also doing an amateur section and they're coming October 21 to run a tournament out of our facility. We have not posted it yet or, you know, put the, the registration on there, but that is coming soon. And we're also hopefully going to be the place where people come just to watch the Saints game or watch your local college game and uh, hang out. So just, you don't just have to play pickleball there. Well, great. And then, so again, this is exchange pickleball and bar. Um, I've been speaking with Renee Melchiotti. And so Renee, give me, how do they get in touch? Are you, I'm assuming you guys are on all the socials and 
Yes, we're on all the socials. We have our own website, um, theexchangenola.com and uh, Google us. I think we're the first to appear. And uh, when you do Pickleball New Orleans uh, and you can just hop on our app, sign up and get going. So app is just search Exchange Pickleball? Yes. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'm Thanks excited. for having it, me on. I really appreciated being here. You know, God knows we need more air conditioned options right now. This is true. This <laughs> is true. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And thanks everybody for listening uh, to another episode of Biz Talks. Thanks again. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks, Kim. Thanks for listening. Biz Talks is brought to you by Biz New Orleans Magazine. Follow us on social media at Biz New Orleans and visit bizneworleans.com for daily news and stories.